I wanted to take you guys very quickly through a couple of the key trends that I highlighted for members of my style squad, which is really current and past clients. I'm starting to bring them together quarterly to talk about how things are transitioning quarterly with the seasons, what they will start to see in stores, what they'll start to see popping up, and how to shop intentionally for the pieces that make them feel good and to fill the gaps and really fit the vibe and mood and the lifestyle that they are working towards. The overarching message and vibe is a dopamine dressing. Then you have key trends that feed into that for many different reasons, right? So trends come about for many different reasons. And what I really love about key trends What's up, lady? And welcome back to the podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and that you are taking precious time out of your day to join me on the podcast. Today is a very fun episode. Super excited about this one. And I feel like I have so much clarity and I'm super excited for that to come through in today's podcast. So I want to use this time to inspire you to remember who the fuck you are and give you permission to be her now. That's what today is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. I want you to be able to do it easily and quicker than ever by reawakening who you are and the pieces of yourself that you may or may not have lost along the way by getting back in touch with your personal style. I'm just so passionate about this. And I, the more I do this work, the more I just fall in love with it so much and realize that it's weaved through so many pieces of our day and so much of my life. And my hesitation to talk about clothes and style and fashion has come up in a big, big way this week. And you might be thinking like, well, it's all you fucking talk about. I actually have had a lot of clarity around how I haven't given myself permission to talk about some of the angles that I want to talk about around clothes and fashion and how it relates to psychology. And there's a whole thing called fashion psychology and how I haven't connected it or let myself connect it back to human behavior and identity and self-image. So I'm super passionate around using this as a tool for self-expression to grow by going super, super deep, by challenging my and your limiting beliefs. I want to touch on that. I want to go super deep on that. I want to get into neuroscience around this, around the way fabrics influence, the way we literally feel in our body, the noise that our clothes makes, the sounds, all of those neuroscience things. And I want to bring on people on the show to talk about that. I really want to deep dive into fashion psychology dressing for your archetype, dressing for your mood, really unlocking hidden, hidden pieces of who you are. And most importantly, coming back and growing and stepping in and receiving our inherent worth. And that has, what has really come up for me this week around clothing and styling and the fashion industry and the beauty industry and the way that on one hand we put it on a pedestal and we admire celebrities and we talk about it and we look up to them and then on the other hand it's an evil concept and it doesn't matter and you don't have to wear makeup to be pretty and I truly believe that both of those things exist equally and you guys know I openly share my journey through motherhood, job loss, pregnancy loss, running the business, all of those things. And I've come to this point where there's always an and. There's always an and. And meeting that part of ourselves and meeting that space within ourselves is where I think we can really start to develop the self worth. The word worth <laughs> has come up to me. For me so much this week, like, what am I worthy of? Am I worthy of being in beautiful spaces? 
that I deem beautiful? Am I worthy of feeling amazing in my body? Am I worthy of spending money on my clothes? Am I worthy of spending money on my clothes right now, even though I'm quote unquote, not at my goal weight? Am I worthy of just being this weight and being happy being this weight? Do I have to ever even have a goal weight? Am I worthy of not having to use the word goal weight ever again in my life? So I'm really excited for today's episode. It's our first episode in April. I mean, shit, if this doesn't perfectly align with an astrological new year and the clarity I have around my podcast and my business and what style really means and how it's showing up for myself and for the other women in my life and for you, then I don't know (laughs) what does. So I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm really excited about this astrological, energetic, like new year that we're transitioning into an Aries season. The spring, we're here, maybe officially, I can't tell. And Virginia, it's hot, it's cold, who the fuck knows, but Virginia does that a lot. And I'm really excited to go super deep and just set the stage for this next chapter and this next phase, this next season of life. And some of the things that we can use to navigate that space. And today, this episode is my roundup episode. And I do want to touch on the things that I love to touch upon my roundup episode. And I do want to do a little nod to March's roundup because I definitely have some funny stories around that. And I also want to talk about spring trends from a peeling back the layers, I'm absolutely going to talk to you about what they are, but I want to talk about the why, why they are here and what it means. And it's super fucking exciting. And we're going to dive into that today too. So before I go any further into the roundup, I would love to kindly ask for a rate, a review, or a share of the podcast if you're really, really enjoying it and you do find it to be inspiring to remember who the hell you are and that you truly are worthy of whatever you are desiring right now. I would love for you to rate the podcast, um, share it with a friend, review it. We can create community that way. We can build women up that way. And we can create better space and a better world that way because my podcast single-handedly will create a better world if more women are listening to it. I highly believe that. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about this episode and how I always have a roundup. So in March, I did my roundup and I usually kind of give a preview on what's coming on the pod and what to expect and all those things. Well, I don't have a plan for the podcast or the guests that are coming on the show. I do and I don't. I really feel like I'm in this really massive up-leveling moment around the clarity around my business, around the clarity around my message, and unapologetically going after what I know is a tool that can be used every single day and releasing some of the old stories I have in my head around fashion and style not being enough and being superficial because I am going to go on a limb and say that you do not think that I'm a superficial person and you do not tune in every week because I'm fucking superficial. But I have a story and a narrative running in my head from college when I did choose to go to school for fashion, when I did unapologetically believe in myself and know what I wanted to do on this planet, that using fashion and beauty as a tool to feel good every day was not enough. And I want to touch back on the word superficial. So I'm a super deep person. And to me, superficial means like we're not going below the surface. I fucking love to go below the surface on every conversation. And I love makeup and beauty. And I love to look put together. And I love all those things. And it doesn't mean that either one is wrong or right. But the narrative that I have running in my head is that it's never enough. And it was not good enough. 
and no one cared and it wasn't important. And if you cared about it, like you were just this superficial person. It's kind of like the money is evil fucking story is how I feel fashion and the beauty industry was portrayed. And on some level, it can be very evil and demoralizing, but that's not what my passion is around. My passion is around undoing that and really getting behind the why. Because I think the part that we forgot when we started comparing women to other women and started saying you had to look a certain way and that if you weren't this skinny and if you weren't this color and if you weren't this shape, that you didn't matter is we forgot the why behind certain things started trending and we were only focused on the wrong things. And there's always a why. There's a human behavior. There's a why behind all bad things that happen. And that is, to me, how we solve the problem and create the new future, create the new movement. And to me, that's what fashion truly is. And that's what I use beauty and fashion products for on a daily basis is to create the new movement and create the next version of myself, the next version of my life into problem solve. So that was a long way of saying that for April, I'm going to like feel into this a little bit and be super intentional around how I want to express that and how I really want to use it as a tool. And I talked about this in the beginning, To me, it's really around hitting the limiting beliefs, the self-worth, and the psychology behind all of that, which we all struggle with in some way. And to use fashion and style and clothing and getting dressed as like the mirror for that of why we feel these things and use it as the thread that connects through all those things. Because at the end of the day, like one of my clients messaged me earlier and said, everybody fucking wears clothes, (laughs) okay? Every day, no matter what you do, who you are, and all the things we were talking about early shapes and colors and sizes, you fucking wear clothes. So use it as an empowering tool, not a demoralizing tool, and use it to figure out who you are, unlock pieces of yourself, figure out what your purpose is, Do it by your design, by your personality, all of those things. So that being said, I also wanted to connect back to March when I said, my goal for March is to not doubt anything. I'm not going to doubt myself. I am going to see what a whole month of living without self-doubt will be like. Well, (laughs) I do that voice because I'm happy to report to you that I fucking failed that mission harder than I have failed something in a really, really long time. So the universe is like, okay, boo, you want to not doubt yourself for a month? That's your goal. This is going to be the month that you doubt every fucking decision you've ever made. And it was rough. It was so rough. I mean, there are key moments in my mind. Um, if you follow along on social and at any point in this podcast, you know, I've talked about this project, this National History Day project that my son has been working on around rap music, which obviously warms my soul because I'm a fan. But he talked about how the battle between East Coast and West Coast rappers actually increased record sales for the record companies. And that was their angle. And it created history, historic record sales, which is history in the company, right? Of course, I'm sure those record sales have been broken by now, but back in the 90s, they broke records based on this rap battle beef. And what an interesting fucking creative perspective, proud mom moment that my kid can think like that and do this project. And we're at the um, museum that he was doing this, getting the award and participating in the contest they actually won first place in their category and there's a key moment that day where I was so irrelevant and self-doubt and I had to stop like in between the judging before they had announced a contest and tell my husband like um this might not be the best time or place to tell you (laughs) that I am fucking struggling and I need you to talk me out of this fucking fucking self-doubt pit hole that I am in right now and I'm just sharing that story because it's funny how we say like I'm gonna do this I'm so good and then like the thing that we feel like we're gonna do is always the thing that we need to work on this is a really rough month and just in this last week, I feel like I've gotten so much 
clarity around why I had such a hard time for that and why I was hiding. And at the end of the day, the word that came up for me was self-worth. I don't feel like I'm worthy of sharing this or that's what's being reflected back to me and my business right now is people are showing up and they're not feeling worthy of certain things that they are absolutely worthy of. And I just wanted to be open and honest around having that experience in March and that. So I fucking failed on that, but it has changed my perspective and I think it feels really good. And I think it's going to reflect in everything that I have coming up. So today's episode, what I really wanted to focus on is the overall fashion trend that is taking everything by storm and that is a big influence from every designer, no matter what level we're at, going from high street to low street, uh, they all influence each other and they are actually being influenced by us, the people and the 2022 overall trend this year, especially for spring, is called dopamine dressing. And it is the concept of dressing with the intention of boosting your mood. Could I not be any more fucking turned on by this? Like, this just gets me going. I love it so much. I love it so much. And I'm so, so here for it. And This is the perfect example of how we create trends as people with our behaviors and by what's going on in our lives. Like, I want you to DM me if you don't think you need a little dopamine dressing in your life right now. (laughs) If you're not looking for ways to intentionally boost your mood every day. And it has been proven that color, style, texture has an effect on our cognitive functions. If you've listened to this podcast or if you've seen me speak, I talk about this all the time. I talk about enclosed cognition all the time and how the colors that we're wearing, the silhouettes that we're wearing, the texture of our clothes can literally help us create joy. It can help us solve problems quicker. It can help us be more creative. It can help us pay better attention and focus on all of the things. So this season is really about adding those pieces in, experimenting, getting out of your style comfort zone so that you can trigger a dopamine release. Now, that being said, like I have a client who is a nurse and um, the pulmonary unit and has been dealing with COVID in a way that I personally have not. And she is like, really? Because dopamine is what we give our patients. So I am very aware of the word. So if dopamine dressing isn't for you and you don't like the words, we can choose other words. By all means, feel free. But I love alliteration and I love the essence behind it. The vibe behind it is really about tapping in and boosting your mood intentionally because the most amazing thing about our clothes is that we 100% have control over them. That is the one thing that 100% we get to choose in the morning to, in fact, boost our mood, right? There's a lot of external factors that we cannot change, right? I can't immediately change my living situation, my money situation. Hell, sometimes I can't even barely manage my emotions, it feels like. But if I am intentional, I can have 100% control over the outfit that I put on. And it takes just as much time to put on an outfit that makes me feel like crap as it does to put on an outfit that makes me feel good. And I'd like to add a layer to that is also when we feel good in our clothes, it's not just about creating joy and literally creating the dopamine release from getting out of our comfort zone we are more present. I was just having a call with a potential client the other day and she said, I had on this jean jacket on my girl's night out and it was so tight, I couldn't enjoy myself. And my answer to her was, how many girls' nights out do we get as mothers, as um, mothers of small children, as business owners of women with jobs? We don't get very many. We cannot waste them Wearing clothes that don't make us feel good. We are the, this is like, look, the all the woo-woo books, sometimes they're like, you're the creator of your destiny. I was like, okay, whatever. 
this is how you create your destiny, right? When we choose certain items and we wear to certain events, we are creating the opportunity for ourselves to be present. So dopamine dressing, spring 2022. I wanted to take you guys very quickly through a couple of the key trends that I highlighted for members of my style squad, which is really current and past clients. I'm starting to bring them together quarterly to talk about how things are transitioning quarterly with the seasons, what they will start to see in stores, what they'll start to see popping up, and how to shop intentionally for the pieces that make them feel good and to fill the gaps in their current wardrobe based on their body shape, their lifestyle, if they need to replace things that um, have worn out and really fit the vibe and mood and the lifestyle that they are working towards. So super intentional. And it's very empowering to know these things and make shopping so much easier. But I got great feedback from the call. Everybody said it was amazing. Like, can we do this all the time? Can we do it quarterly? Like, whether you're incorporating these trends, like, actually, or if you're using them for inspiration, you know, take it for what it is. So very quickly, I wanted to run through, I focused on six big ones that I think you'll see everywhere that any of us who are addicted to Instagram, which I'm going to argue is like most of us, these are the things you'll start seeing popping up. And this is how we close the gap. To me, this is how we close the beauty industry gap. The fashion industry gap is by this inaccessibility, I feel, that pops up in these places where people feel like they don't have access to it or there's a secret code and only certain people know how to look put together. And if this person says it's cool, then it's cool. And I really want to demystify that. I really want to make all of this available for everyone because at the end of the day, we're all living in this same political, economical environmental society. We're all dealing with a lot of the same things from a collective consciousness standpoint. And we all deserve to feel good. And the better that we all feel, the quicker we can shift this fucking collective consciousness. Can you tell I'm in a goddamn Aquarius and my job on this planet is to shift the collective consciousness, right? And like to move things forward. And it's funny because I also... Anytime I do like archetyping in the traditional sense, um, like the gesture, the magician, magician, that um, the card that always comes up for me is the magician and their role is to move things forward and shift the paradigm and the conversation. So this is my small little corner of the world where I am dedicated to creating these shifts from now on. So excited. So dopamine dressing, spring 2022. I know it's really hard to visualize some of this, and I always think it's funny, but I, I'm a firm believer that words are so, so powerful, so you can close your eyes and imagine. It's also like reading a book, right? Like, I can tell you about these things, I can describe these things, and then you have the power to create the images in your own mind. However, you know I put together a trends lookbook. You know I have a whole spring 2022 shoppable trends lookbook with all the looks in it. I was, I created it for my clients and I'm going to be perfectly honest, done over perfect. It's not up on my website, but if you are listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I love it. I'd love to see some of these things. I would love to like look in these lookbooks and maybe even shop them. Or maybe you've been enjoying some of the fun green pants pictures that I've been posting, which was absolutely inspired by these um, trends for spring 2022, which I know that you loved because I get so many messages. I don't get that many DMs on a regular basis. I don't. And I opened up um, Instagram one morning and I was like, I've made it. I'm business famous. I have so many DMs. And it was all for the green pants. So I know that you guys are loving it. So I think this is really relevant time topic. And it's super relevant for the season too, right? So I don't have a fancy, like, go to my website and you can download it for free. I mean, I do have that, but not for this trends book. So, like, you're going to have to old school reach out to me and be like, Katie, I would love to look at it. And you know what? I'd be happy to share it with you. I don't want to keep it just for the clients. I want to share it with anyone who is excited to look at it. So you can email me at katie at katiejuststyle.com or you can hit me up on Insta at Katie Allen Stylist. And if you don't already follow me there, I know I was like, I'm not going to go on social media. I feel like I've been having so much more fun in my stories, just like posting pictures of my outfit. 
And I'm spending a lot of time posting pictures of my outfits in my closet because I'm getting ready to gut my closet and redo it. And I'm so nervous. And I feel like I'm having this bonding moment with my closet. Because if you've been following, I haven't been a big selfie outfit of the day poster because I don't want it to be just that because I really, my passion is so much deeper than that. But I also feel like I've connected with my self-expression in such a different way that it doesn't fucking have to, it, it doesn't have to matter. It can be so many things at one time. So that being said, if you want the trends books, hit me up. Of course, I'm going to repeat that um, when, at the end of the pod. So let's dive in to the trends, which I'm so excited about and I love so much. So dopamine dressing. The number one trend that I'm focusing on for this season is color. Color me free. I am obsessed. It's all about vibrant risk-taking hues for spring 2022. So I would argue that collectively we are ready to take more risks in our lives. And the world just feels like it's changing, right? Like everyone is changing. Everyone's like, okay, what does this really mean to me? And 2022, which I can't believe it's already April and we're already a quarter in. I feel like started out really strong with this energy around the year of the tire. And what that represented for me, it was like, it's still going to be a little messy, but we're going to bang some shit up, but we're going to do it gracefully like a tiger does. So what you can expect for this spring and colors to look out for are going to be your striking, vibrant colors. So obviously think green. I've been posting about green like crazy. And then the bright, striking pink that matches the, the green. So all my AKAs, shout out to you. This is your season. Pink and green is a big, big moment, and I am so fucking here for it. Another really big color that you can expect to see is this really bright, pretty orange color, which I think is indicative of the year of the tiger. So super bright, like the truest color of orange. There are some shades that have a little bit of a deeper tone, and it even goes down to, I would say, like a saffron color. But you can really start to explore an orange. So I also have an orange dress. I don't think I've posted a picture of it. And I'm totally digging it. Totally loving it. So oranges, pinks, bright greens, primary blue, like bright primary blue. Also like this aqua blue, like what you dream ocean water looks like on your Caribbean vacation. And... Also a little bit of electric yellow. There's also neutrals, right? There's always like this candy color, cotton candy dreams color palette that I feel like follows the super bright, vibrant colors. So you will see some brands sharing that, like the lavenders and the mint greens and the pale yellows. I think Express is a brand that I still really enjoy that's doing that this season. But if you're like me and you're ready to really boost your mood, that shit's not boosting my mood. I want the risk-taking big, big, blah, big bitch energy color for this season. So look for that. Now that I've said it, you will see the bright green everywhere. Probably and if you're following me on Instagram and you've seen the green pants, like you will see it everywhere. But the green pants, Kelly green, like the true like Kelly green is the color, but it is being paired with this kind of um neon green. There's a little bit of hint and then of the neons as well as a nod to late 90s, early 2000. Um, I really hate the word ops, but yes, the early 2000s are making an appearance. Thank Xtina, Brittany, all of those girls. But we're going to put that trend on hold for a minute. My second favorite trend that I'm really, really loving, like, so the overarching trend of this even season, the overarching message and vibe is a dopamine dressing. Then you have key trends that feed into that for many different reasons, right? So trends come about for many different reasons. And what I really love about key trends of every season is you will have one design house and a couple brands over here really infusing the bright, bright colors. And then you have another brand over here doing something completely different. And I tried to pick six key trends that fit 
all the big style archetypes, right? So like if you love the dramatic, I want to make an entry when I make when I step into a room, then you're really probably going to be drawn to like the colors, the really, really bright colors. And then for my ladies that are like the romantic and the feminine, like maiden energy, vintage florals. So vintage floral patterns, which to me, and this is why I want to get into the why, not just talk about the trends themselves, tap into the energy of hope, transformation, right? And growth, which I feel like everyone is very hopeful right now of our future. We've all undergone major transformation, and um, which means it's impossible to not experience growth at the same time. So I see the vintage floral patterns as something that to adorn yourself with, right? And the prints are going to range. If you think about this, Now, I will be completely honest, and I need to confess that in my mind, the 60s and the 70s feel, I know they're not the same decade, but when I think of fashion and I think of styles, very often I refer to the 60s as the 70s, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I feel like disco is a little bit late 70s, and when I think of 70s, I always think of like hippie, peace, love, but I guess it's more like Woodstock, which was technically 1969. So I feel like that kind of runs 1965 to 1975. This is where I get really nerdy when we go into the fashion history. And so when you think of these vintage floral patterns, right, they could be really seductive and feminine, really a nod to like the 60s when you think of mini skirts and things like that. And those kind of vintage patterns all the way to this kind of like bold, striking floral motifs that remind me of like Italian tiles, like really deep colors that look like they have been washed by age and things like that. Now, I am looking at images trying to describe them the best way possible from the book that I created. So again, hit me up if you want the book. But the idea here is we're all blossoming, right? We're all desiring prosperity. We all deserve it. Like we can use these prints to leverage that abundance. And my favorite reference of flowers is the one that like flowers have multiple petals. So I always love to think about our style as a self-expression of the multiple things that we are. We're not this one woman. So where there's a big piece of me that has no identification with romantic style, like in general, I'm obsessed with some of these floral patterns because there is a petal on my flower that loves and craves that energy. So that's one of my favorite references when I think about flowers. And when I also think about these floral patterns and what really rings true for me right now and the energy that we're moving into is other flowers don't dim their beauty so another flower beside them can bloom. Right. When you're looking at your rose garden, one rose isn't thinking like, oh, shit, it can't be too shiny because Rose over there is going to get jealous or I'm going to hurt her feelings. No, they are all shining. They're all unbothered. They're all doing their thing. And that's like another infusion of the energy that I'm really, really fucking loving with these vintage floral patterns. I told you it's all about the why for me. I get really, really nerdy with this stuff. I love it. So the other key trend that you're really going to see, which I'm kind of excited about, actually from a makeup standpoint, I am excited about the clothes, but I'm really digging the makeup trend that's going to follow this. And this is that groovy 1960s, early 70s vibe, psychedelic patterns, wide legs, fringe, micro minis, platform shoes. I mean, the obsession that we have with this era is so fun for me. And for me, again, it's kind of like that salve when I think of the late 60s and the early 70s and all the movements and revolutions and things that were happening. We're definitely in another big one right now. But when I think of it, I still think of like this peace, love and harmony vibe that was coming. And so we're really tapping into that and bringing that forward. And I don't know about you, but what's more dopamine releasing than like psychedelic patterns, fringe, platform, and all of that? I mean, I cannot get enough of it. You'll also are going to see 
patterns. So psychedelic patterns, but you'll also see a lot of black and white patterns emerge. And you're probably going to see this in that mod look, that really traditional, like mod, go-go boot, um, micro mini skirt look. And that will transcend not just the micro mini, but also in pants and dresses, etc. But that black and white look, and it will be very geometrical or it will have this like zebra print vibe. I actually bought the dress that's on my trend board. So if you um, email me and I send you the trend lookbook, when you get to the stay groovy baby key trend, you'll see this amazing zebra print dress. And yes, I bought it. And yes, it's amazing. And it does intentionally have a place in my wardrobe this year because I feel like I've been hiding a little bit behind Zoom and all of the self-worth issues I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. So I'm really excited about that. But the makeup trend, oh, you're going to love this one. The makeup trend that I feel like comes from this is baby blue eyeshadow and the baby blue eyeliner. So the eyeshadow is really shifting into the baby blue eyeliner. And when this episode comes out, I'm technically going to be on spring break and I got myself some baby blue eyeliner and I, it was an investment. So this, I treat my makeup the same way I treat my clothes, right? I have my investment makeup, my clean beauty products, the things that I will spend lots of money on that are good quality that last me a really, really long time. I love to invest in my skincare because I love makeup and makeup starts with fresh skin. But when I'm trying new things like a baby blue eyeliner, guess what? I went and got the next version of that for $6. I'm not going to invest in that. And so like, I know if I love it, right? And then if I love it and I want it to be a staple in my rotation, because it's going to last until the fall or even next spring, then I will upgrade it that way. So I feel like makeup sometimes is an easy way to think how we think about that into how we think about our clothes. Your investment pieces, your classics, your uh, staples, you absolutely invest in those. And then your trend updaters for the season, like, hey, I want to try green pants. You go on Zara.com like I did. And I don't know, they're like 30 bucks or something. And you do it that way. And I am going to wear those those pants. They make me feel amazing. And when I'm done with them, my sustainability practice around that is going to be either donate them if they're still relevant and in style and if they're completely out of style by the time I fall out of love with them and I can't use them for a Halloween costume, then I will recycle them at the local textile recycling spot that we have here where I live. Just wanted to put that out there. I think I'm going to do a whole episode on fashion sustainability because I know that that's um, a big topic and actually all the reasons why having a stylist and working with a stylist is actually sustainable, mostly because you get to know yourself. So the next trend, which I believe is trend number four, is this trend around low-key luxury items, around things looking expertly made, right? So these are kind of those must-have items as we head back into the office or in-person meetings and events is we want to feel luxurious fabrics again. We want to entice our skin again. We deserve it. We're worthy of it. But now this expertly made, tailor-made, pleating and military-style buttons are going to be coming up a lot. But now you will start to see these silhouettes, which traditionally have felt really, really masculine, be paired up with feminine details or feminine garments to play off of them together, right? So like really strong pleating and pants, like the line that goes down the front of your pants does feel very sharp, very edgy, very masculine. So you'll start to see women pair that with camisoles and corsets. I feel like this is something a lot of women have always done is paired their work attire with camisoles under their blazers, but you're going to see like this unapologetic version of it, right? Like deeper Vs or more lace, super feminine, very enticing, very powerful. And to me, this is the epitome of like powerful meets sexy and I am beauty and brains. I'm really excited for this trend. This is definitely for my ladies who like really fall in that classic style archetype. Like you really like clean lines. You really like to uh, look polished. I would say the color I already said is kind of the drama. You have the romantic, the psychedelic to me um, and the 60s feeling to me, that's very creative. I feel like 
those of you who really identify as more of a creative style, um, if you've taken my style quiz, that is the, there are the kind of elements that I think will really resonate with you. Like another um, treat that I'm willing to share an email that is not on my website done over perfect is my style quiz. I've actually had a couple of you reach out. Thank you so much for that. But if you are curious, I'll, I'll get you that too. So the fifth trend that I put on my um, 2022 spring style board for dopamine dressing is called bringing sexy back. Because like I mentioned earlier, the early 2000s are definitely back. And they are bringing some trends with them that some of us are happy about and some of us are not. But what I really wanted to point out here is we can talk about the items in this trend, but this style the point of this style is to usher in spring with a reminder to have fun with your style, right? This style is all about having fun. So the bringing the sexy back trend is you're going to see a lot of cutouts. So you're going to start seeing a lot of clothes that have cutouts. Like um, I have a sweater that has the cutouts on the shoulder. I wore it on a live not too long ago. Um, cutouts on the backs, dresses with cutouts on the backs, cutouts on the front, shoulders, sides, anywhere you can get a cutout. <laughs> That's what that is. If you're not sure what the cutout is, it's just an exposed piece of skin at any strategically placed at any part of the garment. A lot of backs. So I don't know about you, but my back is one of my favorite um, places that I'm really confident showing um, because, well, I think it looks good. And I think that's sexy without being like traditionally showing cleavage, right? I think it's a elevated sexy to show your back. Um, so you're going to see a lot of that. A lot of ruching. We talked about that. We've seen the ruching coming for a while. A lot of resin, like resin rings, butterfly motifs, fun things like that. Like I said, think very Britney Spears, very Christina Aguilera back in the early 2000s. I don't know what you were doing, but that was right when I was heading into college. Last but not least, last trend that you were absolutely, I know you're going to see a lot of this because I even saw a um, post about hottest Instagram trends or something like that. And it is denim on denim. Denim is hot. It's always been hot. I'm a huge fan of chambray. Love me some chambray. And denim is the fabric of America, right? It was once reserved for manual labor, but it has secured its spot in the style world as a freaking staple. So we talked about low-key luxury with that expertly tailor-made trend that I was just mentioning to you guys. But as we emerge out of our COVID cocoons, you can really start to envision jeans as a way to feel luxurious. Now, I have started wearing jeans in my house, which is weird. Um, but I only wear it during work hours when I'm working. And I use it as a signal to myself that I'm working. And then I change out of them intentionally into my pajamas. That's a whole nother podcast episode. However, Jeans feel luxurious right now. We've been living in sweatpants and leggings and Lulus for two and a half years now, going heading into our third year. So you will really start to see denim on denim. So, but you will also see denim emerging with colors. Remember when I said the clothes we used to wear are coming back? Colored jeans, anyone? Colors. Um, you'll see some really much more feminine silhouettes around the jeans. And to me, like the flares and things feel um, really feminine and flowy, very boho silhouettes. Um, you'll also start to even see like elevated details like the military style button structure jean jackets and things like that. So you'll see like a little bit of both in that trend. But we've said it once, we've said it again, the jean are trending back to wider legs, boot cuts, very 80s and or 90s. Um, where skinny jeans are a style classic at this point. They were a trend recently, right? When they came on the scene, they were a trend in the truest sense of what a word means as a trend. Then they've been around for 10 years plus. And now, now at that point, they have put themselves into a classic silhouette. Right now, this season, they just aren't reigning supreme because it was time to infuse some new energy. I posted a picture of myself on my cropped new flares, and they are amazing. I love them. For any of my ladies who have the long torso and the short legs, 
that are 5'4 and on the edge of the petites, um, cropped flares will be amazing because it gives you a little bit ankle to show off. You can see your shoes. It makes you look a little bit taller and a little bit longer. So don't be afraid of denim on denim. And you'll see um, a little bit of bleaching in the jeans. And I have a little funny personal story around that is I used to bleach my jeans um, in high school going into college, which is right when I met my husband. And he was like, that was one of the reasons I fell in love with you because you would just do really fun, cool stuff with your clothes. And it was just truly an expression of who I was. So that is dopamine dressing. Are you like in love? I know it might be kind of hard to visualize this, but what I really wanted you to take away from this is that the intention to boost your mood with clothes, through colors, through patterns, through floral patterns, through all these different ideas of expressing yourself. And I always like to leave you with a quote around this when we're starting to think about getting out of our style comfort zone. I use this a lot is the Iris Apfel quote. I'm pretty sure I've already put this on my Instagram and I will like use it on every client call I have <laughs> to shift a narrative because there's a lot of limiting beliefs that are going to come up. Hell, you might even be having some right now as you're listening to this. And I want to start tackling that a lot more. I've really been digging into our style fears, the things that we tell ourselves around why we can't wear something, we can't be seen, we don't want to be obnoxious, we don't want to be too old, when we hit our goal weight. Moms don't dress like that. I'm sure a lot of shit's coming up for you. Fuck, you might not even listen to this episode. But let me give you this quote. When you don't dress like everybody else, you don't have to think like everybody else. By Iris Apfel. Is that not the mission? Is that not the intention of this podcast? It's not the reason that you join me on this podcast every week. It's because you are intentionally creating a life that you deserve. Again, if you want a copy of the Trends Lookbook, hit me up, katie at katiejuststyled.com, or hop over to Instagram and shoot me a DM, Katie Allen Stylist. But before I let you go, this is technically the fucking roundup. This is technically the April self-love style edit roundup. So I did want to give you a couple of things off my happy list and things that I've been loving right now to inspire you, to make you feel good if you're looking for that. I love fucking resources. I love sharing resources. I mean, I call those my sleepover secrets. I love to share. I love the sisterhood that comes with sharing our beauty secrets and our beauty hacks and things like that. And none of these are actually beauty hacks or secrets, but you get the point. So obviously the thing at the top of my happy list that I've referenced in this podcast multiple times are my green pants from Zara. I have posted five different ways to wear these pants, all the way from being bright green, neon green, to monochromatic with blue and green, to tying up my shirt. I can't even remember. Oh, wearing them with a t-shirt. So many different fun ways to wear those pants. If you're looking for some fun, we can all be little twins in our Oompa Loompa green pants together <laughs> and have some fun. So green pants at the top of my happy list. And then a couple of things that have also been rocking my world right now. If you don't listen to the Lewis um, House podcast and you're looking for other podcast recommendations outside of my own, obviously, his podcast is fucking amazing. I've always loved Lewis House. It's the school of greatness. It's an amazing podcast. And I, ha I go on and off on listening to it. And he recently had Ken Honda on there, who is a, not really sure what his title is, but he's a a Japanese money guru and he references his money coach as the Japanese Warren Buffett and he's fucking hilarious but more importantly he really reframed self-worth for me around money and what it really meant and how I can come up with new ways to recreate self-worth so if you're like me and you're always chasing the gold star and you're always looking for the outside validation and that kicks up whether that be in your personal style and your money and your relationships that episode on the lewis house podcast with ken hondo is amazing and i did buy his book because i really really enjoyed it so i just started reading that it's called happy money and the cover is bright motherfucking yellow and i was like dude i love you so much like the color psychology 
psychology around using the color yellow was super intentional. And I know he didn't say that, right? He didn't talk about that on the podcast. But after listening to that podcast and buying his book, I knew exactly why he used the the yellow. And that's exactly how I feel with my clients around getting dressed. And yellow is one of the colors that most people are the least comfortable wearing. So it's really interesting. And then last but not least, something spiritual that's rocking my world is Megan Watterson. I think that's how you say her last name her goddess deck. So she's the one, the author of like Mary Magdalene Revealed, a book I've talked about in this podcast before that I'm absolutely obsessed with. So fucking good. But she has a goddess deck, a oracle deck that a friend, client of mine sent me for my birthday and it is rocking my world. So if you're looking for a new oracle deck, I highly recommend that. I've really been enjoying it. So thanks for tuning in to this super special, super fun episode of the Monthly Roundup. I really hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for creating some space for me to get vulnerable with you around failing on my March um, intentions, feeling like I have some clarity heading in to April, really focusing on worth and sharing that message for anyone who doesn't feel worthy on the scale of some, uh, on any level. And of course, digging in deep to the psychology behind the seasons, overarching theme, dopamine dressing. I'm so freaking here for it. DM me if you want to get access or get a copy of the Trends Dopamine Dressing Lookbook. I'd be more than happy to share it with you. It's really fun and I built shoppable shopping boards to it and I just jumped clothes into it. So super fun, super accessible. And hit me up on Insta. Let's chat. Let's connect. If you have topics of the podcast that you'd like me to go down, if you have any questions about anything I mentioned here today, let's connect. I'd love to hear from you. And please don't forget to rate the show, review the show, and share it with your friend so that we can all grow together and create an amazing place to be. So grateful for you. I will see you on the flip side. Thanks for hanging out with me today in podcast lands. I love you more than anything. Bye.